Welcome to the Queen Divas, Queens of Fitness podcast. Join your hosts, three-time WBFF world champions and WBFF royalty, Alicia Gowans and Stephanie Ayala McHugh, as we explore all things female health, training, competing, mindset, and living the fitness life every day. Welcome, everybody, to today's episode of the Queen Divas podcast, where the, my beautiful co-host, Stephanie Ayala McHugh, is joining me along with a guest today. And oh my gosh, guys, Drum let me roll out the carpets. Drum roll right now. It's not it about me. Amazing. Renata Masachesi, who is an incredible, incredible brand herself. Um, one of the most renowned designers that we actually have inside of the WBFF and our brand. Um, Renata, I actually was thinking about this this morning when we're offline. I have been able to call you a beautiful friend now and work with you for a decade. Can you believe that? It's been 10 years already since I had my very first piece that yourself and Alex did for me. And um, uh, it just, it oh, blows my mind when I think about that. But I'm going to say no, Allie. Like yeah. I'm just right there with just on a high. We can't really stress how grateful I am for this woman. Just number one, because she's just taking care of us. I think from the design aspect, but just as a human being, this woman is so inspirational, such a hard worker, and is just such a creative, artistic, yeah. Um, yeah. just designer. Oh, it's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> we have loved every single second of, you know, working with you, but also seeing for me personally, the evolution of, you know, you, the evolution of your work, but more importantly, the evolution of your business, you know, and we were just chatting about this before and Steph was saying about how, you know, you're a badass boss babe who has this major global enterprise now, which is true. And, you know, like you're joining us from Brazil. So this is probably a great segue, actually, because we know that you yeah. have to be several places to source different fabric and items and, and all the bits and pieces that go into making these masterpieces season in and season out. And I guess, you know, give us a little bit of insight as to what that looks like, like what an average year looks like for you on the design front. On the design front, for example, um, you know, I talk to Alison on a daily basis about design, believe you or not. She has a lot to do with the designs I make because She's always looking at, I don't do social media. I, I will be, I'll confess. I have been, you know, I have my girls doing it for me because I'm not good at it. It annoys me. I don't get it. I don't get a lot of the social media part of it because I love the design. I love designing. I love creating. I love working with people like you and like Steph that let me do my job. Right. So I, I, and then Alison comes to me with these ideas. Renata, this is trendy right now. This is, I like this. I don't like that. She'll tell me what she likes, what she doesn't like. I'm talking with WBFF because what I've been designing the most is WBFF. Right. So what you girls don't know is that I travel and it's a, it's through almost the entire world gathering materials to create those pieces you guys wear on a stage. Yeah. So the pieces you wear on a stage comes, for example, right now I'm in Brazil until Monday. I have a guy who does the the, the uh, Rio de Janeiro Carnival and the Sao Paulo Carnival. He makes those beautiful back pieces for me, like the the dream catcher, the dream catcher, the dream catcher you wore mm. on a stage. That was you know? massive. And I a lot, of, yes, <laughs> you know they. 
And people ask me, Renata, how can you work if that was so big? That is all framed, that's all moldable. I can cut, make those pieces quite small to fit in your bag. That is why I travel. Yeah. That's why I look at trains. I, I went to Vietnam, I go to different yeah. factories. I work at a factory in Portugal, people who can give me the best bikini bottoms, that, you know, the best bikini brass, you know, fitting. I travel to shoes. So, you know, I, I look at my clients. I look after all the um, girls that are not my clients, but have their piece that need help with. So because I've been with you guys, you 10 years and Alex, Alex was very gifted. And I, I, I own all I know to Alex. I have a huge uh, admiration and gratitude to that woman because she taught me so much with design. You know, I had it since I was a little girl. I always been in a sewing machine. But I didn't have that kind of crazy mind that Alex did. Oh, she was she was Alex, uh, you know, there is no explanation for what Alex could do, you know. And she just would come to me and say to me, um, Renata, I and she would rip off the designs from the, the mannequin and say, this is ridiculous, that's disgusting. <laughs> and put it all on the floor. That was the way she taught me. This, no. That is disgusting. Oh, please throw it all on the rubbish. And I used to look at it and say, oh my God, I just finished it. She said, it's not finished. This is not even started. That was the way Alex taught me. Hardcore teaching. That and you know, and, then, yeah. and I feel I feel now very, very honored, but at the same time, quite sad to say that I feel like the pupil kind of overcame the teacher. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because what you know, I got, I got her designs to a different level. Yeah, hundred percent. And of of understanding of fashion, of a little bit of taking more of that crazy mind and bringing to more into the what you know WBFF wants yeah. and what you girls want. Yeah. That is you know how I start my process. I think it was almost like you bridged the gap. For me personally, this is how I view it. You bridge the gap between, you know, really unique and bold concepts to a couture elegant transfer. Like there's, it's just, you wrap it up in a way that looks literally almost like you could runway it, right? And um, and I love that because it really does make you feel beautiful. Like I'll never forget the outfit, which was that bit of an aztec one that you gave me for my win, my WBFF title in 2018 in Vegas. Oh my God, Renata, that's still to this day. One of my favorites. Okay, after you just mentioned that, yep. Ali, that was like my favorite felt, of yours. Never felt more like a Victoria's Secret model than I did that year. Like, yeah. You were a black goddess. Like you were legitimately like a God freaking woman. And then and I... Okay. I also sent Renata a picture the other day, which it popped up in my memories, actually. It's me and Julia Stepner, and we're dressed in these amazing designs that Renata had done up for the Birmingham Expo. And I had this beautiful big hat, and it was this. Yeah, step. I remember this. Needed to see yeah. it. It's like this gorgeous, like almost like cork based little skirty corset, like flute, like sort of flu flues out like this. But it was just so beautiful and like striking, complimentary on your shape, but then really bold, big hat. It was sensational. And so I said it to Renata and went, oh, man, I love this one. And it oh, didn't. Yeah. She but the, thing so is, the thing is, is I, I always tell my clients, the mindset, I always refer you, you girls, Steph, Alicia, people, like, is the mindset of a winner. 
Okay, the mindset of a winner is, uh, Steph, for example, I will I will put Steph and you know on it. Steph has never ever seen her designs before I arrived to the shows. So <laughs> I keep her guys, designs. This is true story. <laughs> and and that is true story because I feel that that is important for people to know because you know. I work with like, you know, if I get volume of design, I make money. If I don't get, I don't make money. So, uh, you know, sometimes Steph is the first one to place the, her order. But mm -hmm. I am not inspired to make stuff Steph designed by that time. Yeah. And I'm not inspired to make her design to the end. And there is a purpose to it. It's a purpose because she never calls, she never texts, she never asks. Like she never cares. Yeah, she just do it, and it's the same with you, Alicia. You never yeah. ask what you're doing for me, what's the colors, whatever. You know, you don't care. <laughs> you know, I just go there and I arrive with your piece, and you guys are both there, like fucked up and your you face, like you that. Oh my god, so many clients doing everything. I've actually had this conversation with people where people are freaking out, right? And they're like, I haven't heard this, I haven't heard that, and and this is every time. <laughs> Like people working with other, you know, other designers. They're like, I haven't haven't seen it, I don't know, or I haven't got it yet. And they're like 12 weeks from stage. I'm just like, why would you even have it yet? Like, Jesus Christ, you don't get it till the night before, don't you know? <laughs> because <laughs> my experience is I have never ever ever received my outfit until then literally the night before my show. And this is how it goes. I'll always walk into a room and Renata will literally be like, Alicia, I've chosen this. And then she'll give me the rundown on the <laughs> The cut and but this, I love, this love impression of me. royal. She'll be like, "This year we're going royal," <laughs> or she'll be going, "This year we're not good. We're not going to do what the young ones do. We're going to do this." <laughs> she goes, "We're using silk," <laughs> and I just oh. always look at her and think, "You know what? I don't even care." You know, like, "No, you're going to have nailed the brief, and Allison's going to freaking love it." And I just have faith that that's going to be the case. And you've never, ever once steered me wrong. I've never had an outfit I haven't loved. I've never had a costume that I didn't feel like an absolute goddess in. And just when I think you're not going to be able to do any better, you pull something out that just makes me go, wow, okay, holy crap. How did this get better than last year? You know, it's really, really incredible how on point you stay with things. So I guess actually that leads me into a question for you. How do you stay on point of the latest trends outside of obviously having a really good um, advisory capacity there with Alison? How do you personally search for like the hottest trends and the things that you think are coming around the corner or the things you think that will suit a certain season or flavor? Well, I live in London and London and it's very close to France. I normally, I travel to France. It's a weekend to France and France is the place. I, I go to France and you sit at any cafe uh, you see those ladies passing by and you see the mixture of colors that you would never think that would, you know, would go together, even me. And then when I look at that and I think those ladies driving those Vespa, those, you know, and I look at them with that scarf and everything. And I already come with that idea and I think that's it. I go to Harrods, I go to Selfridges. Yeah. And um, another thing I do, I never ever, that's bad. Probably people think bad of me, but don't. I don't follow any bikini designer. For example, I don't look at, I never ever go to any bikini designer website. I have exactly. never, I never done that. And I never look at anything they do. I don't want to pause on my mind with anything yeah. else doing what they do. Mm. I want to be unique. My girls in my studio, my, my girls in my studio tells me like, uh, Renata, sometimes we do things so nicely and tight and then you come and you create this massive disco ball. They call me disco ball. And I look at it and I think, wow. 
you know? <laughs> that's what we want. Because, yeah, they go like, wow, you know? And my daughter, she's a designer. She works with me. Isabella loves what she does. She's amazing. She goes like, mommy, I still don't get it. I still don't get how, you know, your mind works because you don't see anything. You just know. You look at that client. I look at girls' photos, for example. I ask the girls to send me their photos, front, back, and sides, to know their body types, to know if the torso is shorter, if the legs are longer, if the torso are long and longer, and, the, you know, and then I kind of come up with the idea you know, that will suit them and they and then we sketch the design, but I don't check anything. I don't check all the people doing things yeah. because I create trends and that is true. I note that I didn't give myself this credit. Yeah, you do. I create, yes, I, I put a piece on the stage and then next season I go back, everybody's wearing the same yeah. stuff. And I go like, wow, how did I do that? 100%. So oh, then, yeah. I, you There's know, I... A really good indication of that is actually what I see here in Australia, because that is exactly what happens. I will see something where I'm like, yeah, wow, that's a Renata on stage. Oh, no, you know. Oh, man. Distinctive. Yep. Then it will be the... However, however, if you permit me to say that, if there is any design I admire, I don't know her name, but it's the Australia one. Uh, uh, I, do, I, I, do, I do like her piece. I do like her designs. If and, there is anyone I admire, it's her. So, and, like, you know, I see a lot of other designers and I go like, oh, whatever. I do. I say whatever. <laughs> I can do I can do 100 times better, but I do like her. I do like her style. And I do see, like, sometimes I go like, wow. Yeah. That is some, the same kind of vision. And, you know, and you have to admire people. Otherwise, you're like, you know, you know. Yeah. I well, do admire passion. her style. It's passion, yeah. right? Like it, you, you're only going to give admiration where you know that person's passionate yeah. and also it's creative enough yeah. just like you, because I, yeah. what I noticed from you, Renata, and this is just from being a long-term client and just the fact that you are so creative and I don't have to tell you uh, what I want or what to bring because essentially, yeah, I'm, I'm the model here. You're the, you're the artist. You're the actual, yeah. you know, designer that can bring it to life. Like if I try to be something and you bring that to life and it may not be your vision, I just know it's not going to be your best. Right. So we're going to be kind of like in between. Yeah. So letting you truly take that to the next level with your creativity, I find is where you do de definitely thrive. Yeah. Like I see yeah. your, next level creations when you don't have direction yeah. um and that's again an artist like and so i again admire that and when it comes down and i'll be able to see my theme where it's not being it's not not getting to it's just that i don't want to because i don't need that extra stress like honestly like me overthinking about my food and training and now over a theme wear and bikini like stuff that i don't even need to do about we're we in a mindset yeah right. we're in a mindset it's taking okay, others, letting others take control yes. of right. what you cannot control. Yeah. And, it, and it's difficult. It's oh. difficult to get that, like to let go. But I mean, I trust you so much and I would never be able to do that with anyone else that I don't know what they can create. And you are, again, someone that I do trust and uh, knows. I, I, I do agree with uh, how you said you look at someone, their personality, their style, their look, and being able to design something for that person, which then leads me to kind of uh, bring up to date some of the, I guess, cool theme photo shoot stuff you've done for me. I think yeah. that's another thing that um, has yeah. just really 
been super unique and how you really bring in um, just different pieces for photo shoots. It's just so boring to see the most standard oh bikinis and just, you know, regular poolside photos. And with yours, it's like, it becomes bohemian and it becomes like this super big trend. And like, you're right. You are a trendsetter. People do watch you and take oh, out yeah, they do. and copy you. <laughs> you are the official WBF designer. I mean, I don't blame them, um, but you are the official designer for a reason you know you you have so much about you know evolving in you know that evolution within fashion like when we see the Met Gala that thing changes every year right you see all the other things in Milan I think you've also shown me how you do some of those Italy type of shows look and I think too when you actually have someone that can read people and can read the brand and can read fashion as a whole as well as Renata does you really do feel like not seeing it prior allows you to channel it with a different and a fresh energy on the day. I don't know, but it does for me. And I think, you know, when you can step into that and I just give over, you know, all um, all faith that it, it's going to fit perfectly. And it always has. When I step into it, you just, it's almost like you have that capacity then to be like, right, literally, as you say, Stephanie, we're here to model. And if you are at the top of your game, you really should be acting like a model. So you don't get to choose what the companies that hire you put on you on that day, but you've got to turn up and showcase that energy in a way that markets the brand appropriately. So it's literally, we're just doing that with the pieces that we get given. And, you know, it's, it speaks volumes to Renata's creativity and, um, you know, skill set. But also, I think it's just a sign of where we're at too in the sport, Steph. And, you know, look, speaking on that, <laughs> yeah. speaking on that, Renata, because everyone is very, too. not a lot of people are as cruisy and chilled as Steph and I are. We know this. We've seen it. We've been backstage yeah. with some of these people. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. They're stressful. to you. <laughs> is how do you balance, right, making new and creative and innovative designs when you still have people that want to have control and want to micromanage and want to be a little bit suffocating in the process? How do you manage you not being suffocated? Uh, I do get suffocated. I do cry. I do get very frustrated. And I do get to a point sometimes that I choose now. I will no longer work with that client anymore. Because now I am in a position that I, you know, not because of money or that I got my head over the cloud. It's it's, it's the mind that I want to have that peace of mind. And I choose not to work with some clients anymore. Because I think like this. You already have like, you know, I mean, I have a family. I have three children myself, you know, like, you know, they still live with me and I run a business and I I, I have a life beside my business, right? So for in order to work with people, like for example, I come in, Steph is, is a is a is a is a breath of fresh air. You was you you are Lisa the same. I have so many lovely clients, but then along come two or three that spoils the the entire thing because they want to control everything. Yeah. You know, but what happened recently with age as well, I'm now, I was 49 last week. And what happened with age is a blessing. You will start to understand people better, much better. That is that you get refined. So a lot like of you hard. girls that you girls yeah. have been with WBFF for so long and you girls started so young, you got the swing of it. Yeah. You go, you know, ah, shit happens, let's get over it, let's go over and do it again yeah. and do it, okay? Yeah. Some women come in a more mature age, 
after having children and they have some difficulties, they want to they want to hide some scars and they want to do something. They are very uncomfortable of letting someone because they old and I am older. They very uncomfortable in letting someone lead in their lives or yeah. choosing for them because they know what they want. Mm. they are in that age they like me they know what they want so i don't want any designer <laughs> to tell me i want you to do this i know what i want yeah. right you don't tell me renata what i want to wear i know what i want to wear and that is what i love about it it taught me a lot taught me a lot i i used to be a tough one i think like well done girls do you know who taught me it was myra ortiz and i give it to myra Maya ortiz came to me uh she did the vegas not past now last year she yeah. Maya just made me cry. Maya just was a headache. <laughs> Maya wanted, you know, oh, Maya made me cry. And I didn't want to work with Maya. I said, I'm not going to work with Maya ever again. I loved Maya. At the end, she didn't only win her first prize pro card and everything, first place in everything. She came to me and she understood me, understood how we love it. We loved each other because I knew then there, Maya taught me a lesson. I am a designer. Yes, you, Alisa, you, Steph, allows me to create. And you guys can be that type of model that go on stage and put whatever I make to you and make it for you and make it work. But some girls want to wear what they want to wear. And yeah. I got to understand that. Yeah. Because my designs are bespoke. It's not design that you have made there and someone come and choose. I may, I'm making it for you. So if I'm making it for you, I got to make it as you want it to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that Very was the biggest lesson Maya taught me. Maya taught, she drove me insane, but I love her now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're saying that. I, I love, yeah. I love, yeah. I know Stephanie will agree with me. We both have clients like that. We I was just going to say that. I'm like, God, they're so wise. Yeah. And you're talk. like, oh but my god i love them so hard and it's just and then, like okay, yeah. they're insane yeah correct 100% but i love them crazy <laughs> i get it she taught me a lesson she was paying she said i want i want what my money's paying you for renata that's fine myra you're gonna get it she got it and she was a star on the stage that's it uh, and at the end she told me okay. and then at the end she told me now i know you Next time we work together, I let like, you do it. Like, but now I know you. Yeah, but that's, that's also going with the, the same thing we were saying. We understand what you, yeah, what you are capable of doing and we trust you. We really 100% will give it all, like all the reins to the, the color, you know, the design, yeah. everything, because we trust you, but we know, you know, what you have done in the past. And yeah. um, it's not just from others to have to, you know, maybe take our word for it, but you can take our word for it, promise. Uh, I should not yeah. put you down. Um, but it's it's about, I, I agree. I think some people just don't have that trust yet. And the moment they do gain that trust, knowing that you nailed the design that they wanted to they see. They relax. Yeah, they relax. Yeah. They're like, oh, she did it, right? And more than I expected. I will see. Yeah. I, will, I will say nothing ever seems the way it looks like in the videos. Your videos and pictures never do any piece justice. No, like, I agree that. person in your jaw will drop, like legitimately. And her designs online yeah. actually 
are very damn good. You see them and you're like, wow, that's crazy insane. But it's still nothing like when you see it in person. And I think that's why the WBFF shows are so special because we see such unique pieces that are very unique that, I mean, to the individual. And it's because of uh, people like you. Actually, Renata, just talking about the individuality, right? And how unique some of these pieces are. Can you talk to a little bit how you might factor in things like, you know, a skin tone or a cultural or a, you know, diverse consideration when you're looking at designing something for people? Because do those things come into play for you? It does. It does. For example, when I was doing, like, when I work with Steph and Ayala, for example, Steph has that a beautiful indigenous and I like it that's that you know native look she does she has that beautiful look that is so unique to her so whenever I look at Steph I know any color will suit Steph she can put any color on earthy colors and you know when I did when I did the dream catcher for her I had girls competing with Steph who came to me said oh Renata why didn't we give the green the, the the dream catcher to me and I said, because it would not suit you, right? Yeah. <laughs> I said, the dream catcher was Stephanie. It wasn't anyone else. The dream catcher was her, yes. you know? So in, in my, in my so and sometimes, believe you or not, that is true. I wake up in the middle of the night and I have this idea. I said, I'm going to do that for that client. I just had that, that la, la, this week now, I had that. I wake up, I have a little book beside my bed and I write that, that thought. Next morning, I work on that thought and I think that's it. That's what I'm going to do. And then I talked to my guy in Brazil. He created the frames for me. That's how that dream catcher came on play. So, you know, and then when I come, yeah, when I come to you, Alicia, I look at you and I think, okay, Alicia has that Marilyn Monroe, you know, the blonde Mm -hmm. hair and that petite look. I need to come out with something that will bring her beauty, bring her elegance into that stage. Because on stage, when you go on stage, you have that very unique posing that is so yeah. classy. Yes. It's so classy and it's so different because if Steph comes on that stage, Steph is like, I run this world, bitch. This I'm a Latina, This stage belongs to me. But then comes Alicia, so grateful, thinking like, okay, yeah, let me have a ton of stage. Yeah, Uzi. let me have a ton of stage and shine and shine. Let's yeah. go on a corner of the stage here and make myself seen. And you know, there is no way the judge will not look at you when you're there on that stage because the way you move, Alicia, the way you go around, the way you, you know, like it's so Bruh. classy, yeah. so, you know, it's elegant. That's and that's yes, elegant and classy for her. I agree. And you know, yes. Her, her and vibe the, is all that. I was just going to say, that's actually, that's actually me just literally leaning into me. Like, that's not me trying to force anything. That's actually when I wear, like, where and how I feel most at home. If I was to try to be bubblegum or I was trying to be boss bitch, I just, it looks so wrong on me. It's, uh, that is definitely yeah. me. Yeah. So my Feminine. question you, yeah, no, I was just going to ask, it's still kind of going on to these design stuff. Do you like, is there something you would get inspired by besides maybe watching some of those uh, fashion shows? Cause I know we've talked about that before that that's some of your inspirations, but do you um, have certain maybe things you watch or you know, other inspirational models? Or I know you said you don't really do designers, but is how do you gain some of the inspirations besides um, kind of going to Paris and doing people watching and whatnot? 
Absolutely nothing. It's everything I create is my imagination. Believe you or not, I don't watch fashion shows. I don't watch fashion shows. I don't watch other designers. I do like, for example, I travel and I am now in uh, Sao Paulo, uh, Rosewood Hotel. There is an entire library of designers there. There is Vivian Westwood, Alexander McQueen, Chanel Books. You know, my partner just goes and drinks his whiskey somewhere and I sit there looking at those books. Oh, wow. And those photos, those photos just stays in my mind. And then sometimes when I'm, I'm creating a design that just comes back to me. I don't take photos of mm. anything. I don't go and study fashion. I do like fabrics. I do look at different textures and fabric mm. and different, I, lo I love colors, yeah? yeah? So I'm Brazilian, so I love birds. And I love, sometimes I, I wanna see like, for example, if I'm creating a feather costume, I look at birds of paradise, birds of the Amazon, and you see the colors of those birds. And you see, because oh. if those colors go with a bird, we'll go on stage. Yeah. That's something I do. I said, if there is a bird that has these two colors together, I can put it together on the stage. Oh. And I do that. Love That's that. funny, right? I and love that. I never no. thought of that. Yeah, I just go like, <laughs> if there is a bird that in the Amazon that has these colors together, I'm sure I can put these colors together in a bikini. or Because sometimes a client comes to me and they want so many colors and I go like, oh, that's not going to work. And I go like, that's going to be too much. And then I go birds of the Amazon and the colors and I put the green at the back and I think and the birds in the front and then I put some flowers, whatever is there. And I say, yeah, it works. Okay. And then I bring my, and That's then I get the right. harmony. That's and then I get the harmony. But not by watching other people and other shows. You know, I, do, I don't have time for TV. I'm busy. I'm always creating. I'm working. I'm a worker. And when I I'm not creating, I'm, you know. I think it limits you, right? Like if you're looking, and I, I think this is true of anything. So we've talked about comparison many times on our on our podcast before. If you are looking to your left and right and only seeing what other people are doing, it it limits your vision. Your scope of vision for your own path is limited. So in a creative space, I feel like that would actually restrict your focus and it would give you blinkers, right? Whereas I love how you're looking for na natural, native, organic, um, you know, different levels of inspiration rather than human-made scenarios because I just think that would absolutely detract from your actual capacity for creativity. Um, that's just my view on it anyway. Well, it makes it's sense. It's because human-made human <laughs> human scenarios, scenarios, um, uh, Alicia, will give me... Sorry, I'm just looking for something here in the room. Just a minute. Human nature uh, uh, will just make me copy. I'll yeah. copy people. Yeah. You yeah. know, and sometimes people come to me. Yeah. People come to me and say to me, hey, Renata, can you please copy this for me? I saw this in a designer. I said, go back to the designer. She will copy it. <laughs> I say, <laughs> I say, go back to the designer. She will, be, she will copy it for you because I, yeah. I believe that is very important for that designer to recreate her piece. Sorry, yeah. I'm just looking for something because Absolutely. my phone was 100% now saying that it's not 100% anyway. And uh, I so, feel like if I, if, if I give that design... Quick question for sorry. you. Outside of just looking yeah. at, you know, not being um, skewed by someone else's work, what are other challenges that you think you probably face it as a designer what else might be something that people would not even think about when they think about you know your work you do because I think there would be many challenges in your space and supply chain and process so you know maybe in the yeah. light 
people on the sorts of things that you actually have to work through day to day? Uh, I think the best, the biggest challenge I do is pricing. It's like people don't understand the work that goes behind it. Yeah. They underestimate what WBFF is. I have people in the past telling me, oh, but you designed for this company that is not, you know, like, you know, what do you do? WBFF has a fashion of, of its own. WBFF is fashion itself. They are. They created this niche market that it's fashion. It's beauty, you know. They they do their own fashion. Is they they inspire women. They they, they you know they create different women. They they make you know some women come to WBFF and they just grow. They just flourish. They yeah. find their path. They change their lives, and they give us that platform. You know, like in 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 for me, for example, my, the biggest challenge is like people understanding what WBFF is. Yeah. And the price of what I make, because a lot of people think that, oh, uh, Renata, but can you do something for $200, $300? I cannot. It doesn't pay for my time. Yeah, the but materials, think about the materials we've yeah. talked about. We've oh, talked about it a lot, like the travel. She goes to France, <laughs> she goes to Vietnam, she's going to Brazil. Like she's sourcing items from all over the world. That alone is going to increase the price right so uh, the, like the gems that oh no I was the gems gonna, I uh, on that yeah. no I was gonna say how a lot of people uh undervalue sometimes the expertise and the already connections and um the development and knowing maybe that you are an innovator like when you're an innovator and you're a trendsetter you're, you're also that value is going to yeah. be like I'm going to go to Versace and say hey Versace you know make me this and you're going to do exactly as I say and not pay you a pretty penny I'm just saying like number one because it's a very <laughs> yeah, yeah. exclusive you know obviously designer yeah. we're talking same as you you are a hundred percent that Versace in the WBFF let's <laughs> if we're really being free here you are that but that's yeah. but the, the thing the thing is when you 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 have like in me being a designer and loving what i do i want to give every client the best i can right the best of me and uh, and then i have like i work with the, the big the biggest challenge alisa is this working with people you love and having to be firm with them and not giving them things for free all the time and accepting that my work is, you know, it costs me to make, yeah. you know, the value of my work, but then loving people that, you know, I had in the past people who came to me and said, Renata, I'm famous on Instagram. If you do things for free, I will promote you. That, that doesn't pay my bills. Do you know what I mean? You need to get, you know, and especially when you're starting something, you know, now, now I look back and I think, yes, in life, when you begin, you give things away, you, you, you know, you, you show, you know, what you can do, but get to a point that if you don't start charging and I know another thing is listen here people oh my my listen people my listen entrepreneur new entrepreneurs new people everyone i worked with every single person i work with i worked with that i gave things for free in the past never valued me the way i was supposed to be valued exactly. they never promoted me in, in especially when people don't win if yeah. they win yes your name will be shown anyway because you won they won and people will see how they want a granata piece but if they don't win they will never thank you and they will never promote you so yeah. and and the people that and the people you charge less are the people that you give the most headaches. So this is the challenge of the industry, <laughs> is having that, Sorry, that, that cross, 
cross that line, you, when you put that line there and you don't let anyone else jump that line again. And I got mm -hmm. to that line now. I go like, I'd rather not get the job. I'd rather say, I will lose money. I could maybe make a little money there, but I'd rather not making any money, but also don't give you my design because you're not giving me anything. Yeah. And life is giving and taking. Life is giving and taking, you know? People should say nowadays, and especially nowadays, nothing comes for free. Everything costs quite a lot. We all know. We have nice. families. So entrepreneurs, as I tell you, people, when you start giving, don't give. I always charge and charge your price because people will respect you. Mm, they will yeah. value you. This is very I, important. I, I agree so much on so many levels here because it's knowing your value. I think any entrepreneur listening to this and it doesn't matter what business you have, it could be a coaching business. It could be an apparel line. It could be, you know, of course, uh, um, a, you are a designer or something, you know, of that nature, but it's you valuing what you provide and you service, right? Yeah. And when you know your value, you won't let those undermine that cost. And yes, it, you're going to have people maybe leave because that price might not be for them, but they don't see your value. And it's the same way. I like that analogy of like the freaking bottled water, y'all, right? I'm sure everyone has seen it. It's a bottled water can literally cost uh, 25 cents in some places, a dollar yeah. in some places, $3 in other places, up to five to $7 in other places, right? Yeah. It's the same water. You know, your value changes where you go. So if you're not being valued, go elsewhere, yeah. allow your, you know, demographic or your market to expand to other people because your value, if you really are worth it, you should never, ever sell yourself short. You're never selling your peace of mind. What Renata has really said here is that she values that peace of mind. She doesn't want to be in a sour place for her passion of her job. She doesn't want to sabotage what she loves to do because of the people that she's now allowed to enter into her workspace. And I find this is very important because I'm very much so the same way that I won't take clients on that I already know, A, they're not going to be coachable. They're not going to listen. They're going to be a headache you know what? They're going to actually make me babysit them and make me yeah. chase them around and, you know, wonder what's going on with them instead of them actually committing, being accountable yeah. and, you know, do their work. So there's so many things that you should take away from that because uh -huh. um, I do agree with you. It's, it's just, it's, it's unfortunate that there is people that don't see our value and there's going to be so many people that do. And it makes our life not just more enjoyable, but also happy. Like, I think that's just, <laughs> yeah, easier, happier, you know, less stressful. And we've talked about stress here, guys, you know what that does to you. It definitely can kill you, but it's how but you I react. Also think, um, I also think the fact that Renata has never been a, budget focused you know brand is actually a good thing because for me personally whenever I'm looking at something especially okay say in our industry coaching anytime I ever see anyone offer something for free offer services for free or put out a post mm -hmm. looking bad. for an ambassador someone to coach for free I'm like that's just screams desperation to me yeah, and it just shows flag. a different level it's a red flag it shows a different level of coaching being provided now if you want to be getting premium level of coaching, I wouldn't be looking at that level, right? And it's the same yeah. thing as, as the product. If you're producing a product that is at the budget realm, then you're going to be seen as budget. And I don't Quality think that, that has never been where Renata sits. So no. the fact that she, you know, she's got a few options for people if they've got some restraints, yes. But the fact that her blueprint and where she is positioned in the marketplace is definitely not in the budget area. 
is exactly where she should be sitting is in the premium space in the elite space and in the space that is basically the innovative trend setting you know um stylist because that is essentially exactly what you're getting when you get the pieces so you know i agree with that and i think um if you were to go anywhere else, Renata, on the spectrum of pricing, it just wouldn't suit you. It wouldn't suit the brand and it wouldn't suit the product that you're actually producing. So, But, but the, the thing is, good. the thing is sometimes, Alicia, I, I am backstage and fixing bikinis that are broken from people who charge even more than I do. And mm-hmm. I go, I, I do ask, I ask the girls. Uh, and I travel to shows, I'm there at the hotel, and I, I save so many asses back, like, but you know, like in hotels, girls who buy stuff from other people that never arrive, people from Colombia who never deliver, people oh. from, you know, they, they order stuff and I'm there. It's not the case. The case is these people charge as much as I charge because people, some people come to me and say, oh, I never go to you because you're too expensive. I said, how do you know my price if you never asked? <laughs> you know, that, how do you know the prices? You know, how much did you pay for your bikini? And when they tell me how much they pay, I said, my one costs less than this and wouldn't break the way uh, yours yeah. breaking. Of course, you know, there are stuff that, you know, sometimes people don't know how to handle with care. They don't know how to put it on, but it's not bro- Sometimes I come backstage and I see these girls and I say, where did you buy this? And they tell me the price and I, I, I you know, I, 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 I get shocked. <laughs> and I, you know, I've seen and it. I said, but how they- there are actually yeah. so many emerging designers at the moment. I'm seeing more and more people sort of, you know, different random names popping up. Um, but look, I'll say it again. You can always tell a Renata. Like there, it's just, there's oh, just yeah, it's comparison. So it doesn't really matter who pops up. I think we can always see who's who in the zoo, right? Um, on that note, Talk to us about some of probably the biggest lessons that you've learned in your career, um, Renata, and the the way that they might have influenced your current approach to business and design. Um, talk us through some of those. Like, what are what are probably your top three lessons that you've learned over the years? Apart from the whole not for free, right. what what right. what else would it there be? The three biggest lessons I've learned over the years is really to what, what the first one is to learn how to understand my clients, mm-hmm. how to understand their needs, their needs and uh, their, you know, and understanding that I am not on prep. You guys are. <laughs> so my we mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is very important. That was very important. I didn't understand that. I said, oh my God, these bitches are going crazy. You know, oh, when you crazy. go like, you know, and <laughs> oh my God, what the hell was that? Where did it come from? What this question? I used to think to myself, be Latina. And then five messages later, it's like, I'm sorry, I love you. <laughs> I'm sorry for what I said. I and totally I go like, oh. I was hungry. I said, I said why is she asking me? I said, is, re- she, is she really asking me this question? You know, and then and, but anyway, seconds, I think the most, you know, the, the, the lesson I've, I've learned is understand what the brand wants. Yeah. What WFF wants from me in terms of, you know, online, not only as a, as a designer, but as, as a part of their family, because WFF is a family. You know, that loyalty, that being present, that deliver, 
deliver. I think one of the most, the main thing is not giving Poe and Alison any headache. It's like, I deliver. I make, you know, like some girls, ah, oh, Renata, it's taking too long. You know, I work by clients. So you came late, you, you're going to receive it. But, you know, I deliver. I, to be honest, I, to be, you know, I, I traveled to shows. I traveled to do one show in Atlantic City in 24 hours because one design didn't arrive. And this client was ready to go on stage. So I created an entire new design and I flew from one day to be there with a new design for her to go on stage. Wow. That is, that is the commitment that, you know, that, that I had. And I think, yeah. And the third one is really, in, you know, it's, it's, it's really with me, how to keep up with everything, how to keep up with the trends, how to keep up with the change, how to create trends, yeah. you know, how to be ahead of it all, mm -hmm. how to make sure that, you know, my clients are happy and that, that I always innovate, that I always bring something that has never been seen. And you know that that is the third one. So I always I'm always wow. after something that has never been seen, but out of here, not out of copying anything. Yeah. I'm always thinking on what I have, what haven't I done yet? What you do know you know? I, I haven't. I said I've loved yeah. your evolution into the gowns now because oh. I can tell you some of these gown designs are next level. Like, wow. It's where do you get this yeah, stuff from? Like, and how different is it preparing a gown to a bikini? Just maybe so you can explain it too, so that anyone that is ordering can understand perhaps the differences in the value of those two products because they're very different. And obviously one has a hell of a lot more fabric as well. But right. talk us well, what has more stones though. Yeah. Because now I'm curious what is more Correct. difficult. Is it yeah. the dress or is it, I would think the stoning, but I mean, what do yeah. I know? I don't know crap. So the gown is the transition of, uh, because there is a difference between costume and theme wear, girls. Yeah. A lot of girls comes to me and they go like, Renata, I want to be a badass, uh, um, uh, you know, um, Batman on stage. <laughs> but that's not, that's not what WBFF wants. WBFF wants fashion. Yeah. So the gown idea is my transition, I'm transitioning from, you know, from like costume, Batman, dragon, vampire, or you know, like uh, uh, Spider Man to <laughs> culture design, right? I'm trying to bring it in slowly, slowly yeah. into the thing. So, showing because I also I am I, I spoke to Alison about it, and Alison is really lovely because uh, you know, I need to mention this. Uh, I, I have a huge gratitude for Alison and Paul for all these years since Alex was working with them and Alex left. And I've studied fashion, you know, I, I did fashion. I, I used to sew and do things since I was a little girl, but I never studied fashion. I did, uh, I worked with autistic kids and children on a spectrum and uh, disadvantaged kids, kids who didn't have any home. So that was my job. I did my foundation degree to work with children with special needs. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I did. But, you know, even though in the, in the, in the classroom, working with those kids, my mind was always designing my mind, you know, like when we had art, that was my mind there. I would create like Barbie dresses from cardboard boxes, stuff like that with these kids <laughs> for, for modern skills, for modern skills. And, you know, and then when I, you know, and then Alison and Paul, they allowed me to expand my, my dreaming to, you know, they gave me the platform, the WBFF platform. 
And talking to Alison all the time, she always wants to bring more fashion into it rather than costumey kind of, you know, part of it. So the gowns came with me working as well with another designer whose the name is Renata as well. She is also Brazilian and she's extremely talented. I have never seen anyone the way she can make three, four gowns in one day. The talent wow. is just insane, insane. And, that's and I tell her level Renata. Yeah. I'm like, wait, right now, did you just tell me there's two Renatas and then there's a double Renata? Yeah, both <laughs> but the thing is, when you see the um detail and the complexity of these gowns, it's like, how the hell does anyone yeah. do more than how the hell does someone do that makes clothes in a day? Let alone three. It's Renata, so it's the you other Renata. So the other great. Renata. Yeah, that is the other Renata. The other Renata, she is a big, big part of it all. She does the bikini bottoms for me. But the other Renata worked with me since she was in Brazil. She's been working with me for eight years now, nine years wow. now. She now lives in Portugal. I think of a gown. I design this gown. I send it to her. She makes it. Wow. And I give her bulletin. And, and I give her stress. So she makes these gowns send it to me and then I create on top of these girls. And then I do the yeah. stones, I do the feathers, I do the whole creation on top of it. Yeah. And, you know, she, she, do you know when to, like, like kind of you and Steph, do you know when we get each other? Yeah. Oh yeah. Just I see. just send her a text and I say, no, I don't like that gown, damage it all, forget it. I want it like this, like this, like this. And it's in a fraction of two hours, she send the whole thing ready-made. Wow. She said, I got it. Wow. That's amazing. And, you guys understand each and other. And I want to, yeah. So this show now in Vegas, unfortunately, you two, my is not going to be wearing my pieces this time, but <laughs> next year for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Show, for sure. For next year, we're going to, it's going to be even more refined. So yeah. this year, you're going to see a lot of more like cultural designer rather than costume on the stage. Yeah. Very nice. So actually, Renata, I might, um, reach out to you to do me a gown for the show gown. that that is going to allow me a little bit of a uh you know potential a wiggle room little a little potential wiggle room <laughs> yes uh, but i can't wait to see with a, uh, with, with a matching suit for my little boy oh, exactly you know, exactly oh, my God. Oh. yeah and look george I, I think that we've hit the nail on the head a couple of times in this conversation, though, and I think we're really showcasing it, how much of a family the WBFF honestly, genuinely, truly is. And Renata, for me, you've been part of this family and part of my family now for 10 years. Like a second um, one for me. But it, it shows, though, when we're at a show and Renata and her daughter are looking after my little what was then eight month old while we went and had dinner with Steph and Kerry I know after, yeah, after a, an event you know and this is just a prime example because I would never have left my child with anyone really I only yeah. trusted Renata and I also trusted Rachel um you know who works in the um, beauty services team because she's amazing too but that's it. Like for me, that's a good sign of family. And it's just, it's just another indication of what you get into when you become part of this brand, right? I'm super, yeah. super grateful for, for you. I can't. It, uh, is. it is. And you girls, for example, I always see, you know, like I speak to Steph, like Steph and I, for example, people think 
Steph and I never text, so we never do it, you know, but it, it, you guys are always in my heart. So whenever I reach out, I get a reply, you know, maybe a day later or maybe I text another day later because we all lead busy, busy lives, you know, and we all have our own issues because people see our glories, but never our problems, uh -huh. you know, our struggle. Yeah. And, you know, when we do have them, we do have them, yeah. but, you know, all the time we meet and we sit together, has been pleasurable, has been a joy. And there is like, for, I need to mention Toby here, Toby Harrison, because ah, there's not even one time, one time I sit with Toby that I don't have a heart laugh, you know? And you know, oh, he's, 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 another, he's another really super creative eye. And what I love about Toby is that Toby can literally can literally look at something and go, you know, something like this would look great. And you can communicate that, or he can look at like what Renard is working on and just be like, that's going to be mad. Like he's just yeah. got, again, another incredible eye, but is another longstanding piece of the furniture inside this brand that is just. Um, yes, he is. Um, he is. And I love the fact that I love the fact that sometimes you look at things and tell me that looks shit. And it's my design <laughs> in front of me. In front of me, oh, that like look like a shower curtain, and I go like, and I it doesn't hurt me. It doesn't. <laughs> you know the reason? It, because it comes from Toby. It doesn't. Yeah. You know, I just look at Toby and I think, yeah, thanks, Toby. It's you know? not being, he's not being offensive. He's actually giving you critical feedback, right? It's blunt and it's no. He doesn't even he doesn't even know it's mine or not. Sometimes he doesn't even know if it's mine or not. He's just being Toby. Yeah, <laughs> and I love that. I love that. I love that. You know, hey, I love oh, that. When we, get, when we get that kind of, and I do, I agree. I love whenever we kind of have like a, I guess a, a very good relationship in that aspect where they can joke with you and you can really kind of get a little like, I don't know, edgy little kind of attitude. I like that too. Cause I think that that also, I just, a, a I little have, bit more light I have these I have these random right now, typical Toby sayings just rolling on repeat in my head. Oh, <laughs> and, yes. I'll never forget. You'll be in this, you'll be in the audience and he'll be watching something and all you hear is wow. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> does. He, say, he says it. Does not necessarily but mean something. He says it, he says it as he says it as it is. And I go like oh, whatever. But you know, yeah. but that is what I Paul is the same. Paul. Oh, Paul yeah, is the right. same. He's Paul right. cutthroat. Paul cutthroat. He just go and say it yeah. straight. You know, Alison is very polite and lovely about things. But, you know, like, like as we said, as we are family, they get to a point that she will tell me, I didn't like that resign, Renata. I didn't like this. I like this. I like that. And I think when we talk about family, yeah, when I, I, we need to mention the fact that with the WBFF, a lot of things happen. A lot of things happen. There's a lot of people gossiping or people saying this, there is politics here, politics there. I judge quite a lot of, you know, shows. And there's no politics. You know, if you look good on the day you win, yeah. right? You win. If you don't look good, you look second best, you're going to get second best. Yeah. But another thing that I give it to all of, all of us, I give it to all of us who have been there from day one for a very long time, is the fact that we go through phases, we go through things and things together, but then, you know, but it's all good. We understand each other. You know, we understand that we are mature women going through life and there will be days that we will disagree, things that we say about things about each other, maybe that people don't like, but at the end, we know we love each other. We know we have each other's back, you know, and that is a family business. That is WBFF. 
Paul yeah. has everyone's back. Paul has everyone's back. And I love that about him. Paul, he has, you know, he go, no, 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 no. But you know, yeah, maybe they did that, but they have this quality. <laughs> He's really he, good at that. that. He's really like that, you know, and that is we need to take our hat for people like that. You know, oh, but you know, yeah, but you know, he said that he did that at that show, but it doesn't matter. But he he's a big heart person, you know. He always, oh, but she said that it doesn't matter, but she does this, you know, she's good at that. And this is family because I have three kids, they shit in my head. <laughs> it's a constructive like, oh criticism. I think we all take constructive criticism really well 100%. within family. You know, we uh, of course want to call each other out to better ourselves, to better the you know, person yeah. next to you, right? Like that's what this is all about. I think within even just the brand is we all elevate each other. We all, you know, of course, motivate each other to be better and to continue improving in all of our businesses and our crafts, whether if that is, you know, improving our physique or improving just our day-to-day -day life. You know, I think that it's such a unanimous team effort we all have to do within the brand um, for all of this to work too. It comes from the designer, from, you know, yeah. of course, the CEO and president, and it's of true. course, even the coaches and um, yeah. even just who shows up at the events. I think it's just a big reminder that when you are at a show, anyone listening, if you're a competitor, if you, you know, of course, are an aspiring competitor of the WBFF, this is a family-oriented event and brand yeah. Um, no matter where you are in the world, it's always going to be a very welcoming, warm, you know, type of environment, very positive. And doesn't matter if you are by yourself or with the coach or without one, it's just about knowing that you are going to have support and please feel free to always, you know, you can always reach out to Allie and I. But uh, Renato is also someone else that if you ever really just had a little more questions, I think people kind of forget that, of course, she is the one setting up the the, the designs. Actually, Ali and I, we're just probably leading you to her at some point. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> coming to us. We're Pretty just much. funneling you over to Renata to talk to her uh, in regards to maybe these designs and, you know, maybe uh, picking your show. I think... Um... You know, something that I would love to touch on at the end here, because we are obviously channeling people through to you, Renata, but I'd love to hear you maybe talk a little bit at the forefront here. Um, what are some of the things you're recognizing or seeing uh, and what do you think is going to change in the landscape moving forward? What's the future for the fashion in, say, the next 12 or 18 months? What sorts of things are you vibing or, or feeling like is going to change? You said no more costumes and more couture. So how does that, I, I guess, look? So that number one, yeah. anything else? And, and is there I anything where you go, we can't do this people, don't do this people because Alison, yeah. anything else like that? Those are good, some good Don't tips. do wings and don't do wings anymore, please. Really? Okay. We no, don't do wings anymore. Don't do wings anymore because, you know, it's just like, it's done. It has, it's done. It's over. It's done. It's, it's gone. <laughs> Bring something else, some, something else into it. Costume doesn't need to be big, doesn't need to be expensive. It needs to be fashion. It needs to have a fashion factor to it, yeah. you know. And I, that's what I want to go now. I don't want to make things too expensive. I want to still bring fashion to it. But, you know, forget about those massive wings. Maybe once in a while we create something with wings, but then we bring the wings. It's not like, a, you know, any wings. Yeah. You know, don't bring those little, don't bring the, don't bring those little skirts around your back that you shake around on top of your proper <laughs> bikini. And you know, and if there is one device, you know, girls, 
don't take me wrong what I'm gonna say now. Please don't, because I it's very important. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of you you like you have a lot of clients, right? Your clients can go to anyone. They don't get, you know, like uh, uh, how we say, they don't. Paul and Alison don't take points from them to going, you know, from going to another, yeah. to going for another designer, to another designer. However, you guys come to me, right? Your clients know who makes your designs. Your clients should know where to go because they want to win. Yeah. And when your clients win, when your clients win, you win. Because your clients is getting your client looks the best. And I, I have been a judge that clients who looked absolutely amazing body-wise brought the most atrocious costume, lost for the girl who was mm -hmm. second, because the girl second had the best costume or had the best bikini. So what I say is I always make sure that the girls, before going to one designer, check others. Yeah. Talk to others, have their feel about the design because WBFF is changing. Mm. And you know, it's getting a bit more, it's getting refined in terms of like design. Fashion is gonna become a bit more of a, you know, you of course, I, I always tell Alison, if a girl wants to bring that dream of being a superhero on a stage, let's make it a beautiful superhero on a stage. But it's not what they want. They want fashion. Get you. Less is more. Less is more. Don't have yeah. the bikini with, you know, covering all your body. The bikini, yeah. you should wear the bikini. The bikini should not wear you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You should wear your costume. The, the costume should not wear your body. Your body should still be seen. Oh, yeah. And don't, don't have that idea that when you come with a theme wear, that theme wear needs to be naked. The theme wear needs to be the show to see. Yeah. You, they yeah, already have I judged agree. your body. I get that remark all the time. They're like, oh my God, but it's covering my abs. My theme wear is covering my legs. It's covering this. And it's like, but you're not supposed to be worrying about your physique in this round. You're really supposed right. to be wearing your theme yep. and being right. that, you know, channeling yep. whatever the vibe is of that theme yep. wear. Um, so I yeah. agree about, you know, of course, um, showing the physique as much as it would be yep. making sure the design and the piece is for you. Yeah. Agreed. Yes, and then make sure that you don't let that thing, you know, stop you from having a stunning piece just because you want to show your body again. Yeah. Your body has been judged. Now your team yeah. are going to set you on that stage again and say, wow. Because sometimes if you do a piece that when, when the judge set their eyes on that piece, they cannot take their eyes off that piece. They yeah. go like, wow. Yeah. You know, that will set you far apart of all the other girls. You yeah. know, like Alicia, the piece you wore that year, Stephanie, your dream catcher. Oh. You know, there was no I'm way sorry. that piece would not be seen. Exactly. You oh. know, there was no, yeah, you know. Remember the one so that, that is you guys, the remember the one you guys had for me, which was made out of all the paper plates and you had to put it on me backstage because I couldn't I remember this one. You couldn't yeah. fit through yeah. the door. So you had to take it in sideways. You then had to sew it on me backstage. It was a big fossil yeah. skirt. And I had to sit yeah. backstage for two or three rounds in between my two categories because we couldn't get out of it. So I had to, they had to sew me in backstage and cut me out of it before I left the backstage because we couldn't get into I it. Have, I, I have, love that. I have good photos of that one. That one was good funny. One. It's a good one. And it that's just another example of where it's, it was so unique and it was so bold and it was so different and it was so Victorian era for a London stage. Yeah. 
just fit so beautifully that you couldn't stop watching it. And it wasn't the most revealing and it did. I was full corseted. It was not that showed my whole body, but it showed my body well still. And it was just gorgeous on stage. So it's a good example of, of a, of a, I guess, fuller theme that covered you. you, you You went on with mine, which is funny. You're saying about like, no feathers because this is a good I guess kind of piggyback there Ali on that same year she made me that world traveler where yes, literally the London the was set. like the London traveler right. right where it was just a course I'm not just but this corset was a bedazzled corset but guys massive like, bowl. and it was a bow it was a massive bow that instead of feathers she definitely like I, I know myself I would have probably if I would have had any say I probably would have requested some yeah. feathers you know, or something like that. Beautiful. That is probably the most common thing that I think everyone does want to do at the beginning, right? Um, so that is a great um, just feedback and and I guess just overall advice for people to listen here that it doesn't have to be even massive. That one was a pretty cool massive bow, but it wasn't feathers, and she made that into yeah. something very unique and like with this badass little purse and stuff. Yeah, uh, it was so- a very cool outfit. Like we both um, really. English Britishy style themes yeah. that year. They were just outstanding and very unique. So, you know, I think what Alison what Alison wants to do now that we've spoken recently, she wants to make a runaway with my designs first thing on stage. So yeah. she said everyone that is wearing your designs gonna come on stage before just do a quick runaway so people can they can see what's WFF designer can do. So instead of getting all the design mixed and lost in the middle of all the others, she said, I want to do a runaway and I want a name of every designer, like British Traveler, you know, the the tea room, like you always the the, the tea lady, you know, this time. So I will name every designer from every designer from now on and showcase those designers again. So it's almost almost going to be like what we did at Birmingham, but to open the world. That's very cool. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm so excited. That's actually yeah. going to be an amazing part of the yeah. show because my favorite part of ever watching any show is being able to watch the bikini designs, the, yeah. the theme wears and the gowns. I mean, honestly, this is the best part about watching a WFF show besides the amazing physiques and beautiful, you know, different type yeah, of fashion it's just the fashion component the glamour and the glitz and the all the stones and just amazing type of uh designs that you see up there so renata i cannot wait to see what you're creating for worlds that's coming up and even this la show that is uh coming up next for us before worlds um thank you so much for being able to bring you know so much knowledge and some of that inside passion you carry uh within your business and within the wbff i appreciate you more than you know I mean, you are like, literally, I always call you my angel because you are God sent. You are always someone that watches out for me and not just on stage, but off stage. And I appreciate you because you are like my second mom and I just love you and adore you so much. So again, thank you so much for coming on the, on the podcast with us, Ali. I know uh, she's been I'm so glad we were able to make it work. I've been wanting to do this for a while. And, um, you know, look, it was very important to me to have you on because I think that you are just the absolute quintessential um, yeah. you know the real deal the, the epitome of fashion and of design for me and I think 
I wanted the world to hear what we see and know of you. Um, what I've known for a decade is just how purely talented and passionate and driven you are about this space. Um, there just is no one better. And I just love, love you as a human. So, you know, I, I'm honoured that you came on. I'm delighted that everyone's getting to see a little bit of the Renata that we know and love. And I'm super excited to hear, you know, people have some amazing experiences with you in the future. I cannot wait to see you next month. I'm coming over. I'm spending some time in Wimbledon and I will be spending some time with you and the family. I'm jealous. I'll see you next week, or not. I'll see her in LA, okay? I'll see her in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I, I, I want to thank, thank you both for having me here and for giving me the opportunity to talk. I mean, it doesn't look like I'm very shy. I don't, uh, you know, I don't do this stuff. I should talk more because then people sure. understand more. Nice. I should do it. But I thank you both. And you guys have been gems to work with. Uh, you know, from day one, you guys have been absolutely amazing. The respect, the love, the consideration, the trust that you guys put in me. It says it all. It says because you guys win, right? <laughs> so you guys just it's go that way. And, you, you know, make and a shine, I, you know, it, Renata. I mean, you, yeah, yeah, it goes, yeah, it goes, you know, uh, you know, it's, um, it, it just goes to show that, you know, the trust works. It does. And, it you know. Works. It works. And I just want, you know, whenever people, I, I can say this is going to be funny, but it's true. Uh, if people, you know, say, oh, it's too late, it's run out of, unless I die, you're going to have your design. Knock on wood. Dying, woman. <laughs> and don't if scare I'm me alive, again, alive. by the way. <laughs> and I have my mini, I have my mini me. My daughter, Isabella, she's as passionate as I am. She's no. as driven as I am. She gets the design. Sometimes I get to my studio and I think, my God. That's right. She, she's been working with me since she mama. was 14. Yeah, 14 yeah. years old. She went through everything. So she's a refined, she's becoming she's more refined. You. She's so, your mini you. Yeah. She's watched her mom her whole life and she's also taking after I you. And it. she clearly is you know of course following in the footsteps and maybe you're going to be the reason why you are able to maybe retire and leave it to her right exactly like and right? also she's younger she's only 24 she loves design she loves fashion she loves mm. you and what i love that she loves you girls she loves my clients love and you know she loves all of you she's she's making a design she comes to the studio I have my staff, Maria, Rika, Rika. Rika is just a blessing in our life. And Enrica is just everything in that studio. And then, you know, Isabella comes say, oh, I don't think that client will like that because I know this client well and I don't think that will go with that client. And then that's Isabella. That's awesome. And then Rika now goes like, and I ask Rika, do you think that I have another? I really don't like it. They tell me they don't like what I'm doing. That, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good relationship. You got a team. So I have... I have a good team. So we all there to give WBFF contestant and you girls the best and your clients the best. So whoever comes to us, you know, they will get the best of us because that's that's our aim, really, to yeah, give you girls that. the best. I, I thank you so much. I love that. We love you and thank you love so you. much for coming on, Renata. I'm sure everyone listening to this is going to have learned an absolute mountain of new information. And, I'm and sure if you don't follow her already, please I'm make sure you give them your handle, yeah. right? Like, they find so, 
make sure in case they don't already follow you on Instagram, um, if they can find you anywhere or even your website, whatever you want them to be able to reach you. Yeah, out yeah. At. What would Perfect, be the my lovely? You are my babes. What is What's your, your website? What is your what is your handle so they can see your Instagram and then what is the website so then they can head out and reach out? The to you? the the w, the website is designersboutique.com with K with a K. It's not a the boutique as it is because I couldn't find the domain as of that. But <laughs> I, I think it. now Struggles. we're changing it now. And then and my my um my Instagram is Renata Massachesi uh, underscore Fab Costume. Love it. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Well, everyone, you know, go and give her a follow. Thank you so much, girls. Thanks, I appreciate Diana. you so much. Hey, Have a lovely day. Thank you. We'll spread we'll my love to Crystal, Georges, and Carrie. I sure will. Bye, y'all. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Queen Divas Queens of Fitness podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Queen Divas Pod, on Twitter at Queen Divas 4, and follow our hosts on Instagram, Alicia at Alicia Gowans underscore WBFF Pro, and Steph at Stephanie Ayala 7. See you all next week.